This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. Magic round is only a week away, but before then, a really, really good round nine slate to bring the curtain up on that. Welcome, punters, to episode nine, season two of the Neds. NRL punting podcast and Jarrell Yao Yi, happy 40th to you. Oh, yeah, thank you. What? It's the 40th episode. Oh, oh wow. Hey. I was like, hold on. You were Whoa. sweating there. No. <laughs> you look every day at 40, Jeez. but it's the 40th episode. Yeah. i tell you what, grey hairs, they're getting the best of me at the moment. My son's killing me with those. Um, yeah, no, it's good to be here. 40 episodes. 40 episodes. That's have you enjoyed cool. them? You and I are the only OGs left. I honestly have thoroughly enjoyed them. Mm. Um, can't wait to get to 50. We have to celebrate at 50. 50 yeah, raise the Yeah, 50 is a big number. So, round nine. Assuming all's going well, is when we'll hit fifty episodes. All goes well. I don't. I don't miss these. These are. These are. These don't come. You know. You don't get these opportunities. I was just saying, Liam. Like, I've only just come become cool after ten years. You know, it's taken me ten <laughs> years you? to become cool. <laughs> You're going to be a loser for another nine, <laughs> so it's going to be okay, brother. That's what they used to say at school. <laughs> well, this bloke joined us in the back half of last season. He hasn't hit forty episodes, but they've been some of the better ones. The one that he's been on, Oscar Panifex Rugby League Riders. Yeah, call me uh, quality. Over quantity, boys. Oh, I would actually no, agree with that. <laughs> would you agree with that? He who shall not be named, who was sitting at Oscar's seat beforehand. Who do you prefer? Well, I can't even remember because there were so many of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's good to have you here for the 40th episode that we were a part of that you weren't, but it's good to have you Honored here. Honoured to be a part of it, man. And the newest member of the team, Ned's podcast whore, I'm going to say, because <laughs> this oh, isn't yeah. the first one you've done this week. Yeah, no, uh, d- doubling yeah, up this NFL week. NFL 1 as well, yeah, I've seen. We did an NFL 1. When is the NFL hasn't even started no, yet? There no. is a, there's the draft. The draft. Oh, Friday. Oh, yeah, so that was yep, apparently a good enough reason to wheel that one out. I've been studying 20-year-olds beer Eyes all week. <laughs> what you did know, you do bizarre with NFL podcast? Yeah, you know, yeah. Twenty-year-old BMIs mean a lot different and, to me than what, what, probably what to you. What school they went to as well? Oh, Anywhere else, it's pretty sus. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did some NFL. <laughs> all right, boys, let's get into it. One one thing to say to begin with, and one person can react to this: Jack Whiten. Let's go, glory, oh. glory, baby! Oh, I said it last week. This time last week on the podcast, we were talking about where Jackie Boy might end up. And Dude. the Rogue Fox Sports article that I read on the walk-in proved to be true seven days later. Well, has it been officially confirmed from the NRL? Well, they've. It's a bit. Look, it's official from Raiders. I'm pretty sure yeah. because um, Ricky Stewart's come out and uh, blowing up the line. Yeah, he's um he's he's made a statement. So maybe we might read that out at some stage. But yeah, I don't think you know they've obviously thrown everything at Jack. Yeah, um, I could imagine that. You know. On their stance, they wanted Jack to be, mm. you know, a one-club player, yeah. 300 at the Raiders. And what I don't blame Like, it doesn't happen anymore. Mm. It would have been nice. Um, you know, when I, th- I, had a, I slept on this a little bit and I thought, you know, I was like, I'm so happy for him to do that. Um, but then it just, for me, I sat back and put my Raiders hat on for a mm. second and thought, sure. as a Raiders fan, wouldn't you just be going, so he has no faith in us whatsoever, mm. yeah. ever going back to a grand final, basically. Rightly so, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I'm not going to – I mean, yeah, probably rightly so, but <laughs> I do feel for the Raiders fans and, you know, all the greats that come before because you want to see the best players that stay at that club and he has been one one club player and it's going to be hard to watch him go away. Do you reckon he, reckon he weasels his way out and joins the Souths halfway through the oh, season, mm, gets an early release? That would be, or? Yeah, yeah. Mike at the Premiership <laughs> this season. But look – they are going to be so dangerous if he goes there. Mm. Like I've, I mean, you said it on our WhatsApp group. 
But that that on paper, we spoke about the Roosters just being on on paper this yeah. year being favourites, and mm. shit didn't that go well for us yeah. at the moment? <laughs> um, I think they're the best on paper by far. Mm. Um, they it's they've got you know strike all across the park when you look at it, and they are going to be a scary outfit if everything goes to plan and Jack White and lands there in two thousand and twenty four. You floated the idea, Oscar, of him playing left mm. back yeah. row, yes. I believe. Uh, now everything that I've read today, mm. everyone's just going for the easy option here. He's going to be playing left centre. Yeah. Do you stand by that back row? No, I, I still <laughs> think it's an option. I yeah. think the the logical choice is to put Jackie at um, left centre and. Isaiah Tass probably finds himself on the right wing. Uh, hopefully, uh, it doesn't. Hopefully, it means that Tass doesn't get forced out of the club because I think he's he's a player of the future. But yeah, I, I'm still not uh, prepared to rule out a move into the back row. Maybe in the if it's a four year deal, then you know maybe in the the last few years, I think of guys like uh, Chris Lawrence made a pretty mm. successful transition yep. there in the back end of his career. But look, I mean. I don't really mind where he lines up at the moment. Can we see Isaiah Tass go back to the Broncos since Herbie Farnworth has exited yeah. now? That's a good shout. I hope not. <laughs> a nice little power move from the Raiders to uh, have a crack at yeah. Tass. I'll, I'll grab him. Yeah, true. A, make a trade. I, that's, sure. I, I suppose they, they that's the other, that, I was about to say, the other question is, boys, they've got a war chest now. You mm. know, there's their money. Mm. Jack White and gone. Where do they use it? Like who are they, who, who do they who do they get? The they've Raiders? got they've got Brad Schneider, um, who's a twenty or twenty one year old halfback mm. playing reserve grade at the moment. I I think he's going to be a long term NRL player, whether or not he's ready to go next year, and whether or not that means they don't splash the cash on a half that becomes available. I'm yep. not sure, but um, it probably gives them a bit of uh, you know at least some some room there to juggle a few things around. I, I do think Schneider's uh, NRL quality. So but if you if you had to, if there was someone up for grabs, or even if there's no one up for grabs. Who who do you think would fit the Raiders best? That's a tough. It's a question, tough question, Ross. Yeah. With all due respect to Canberra, too, who would want to go to the Raiders? Well, they have historically struggled to sign people because mm. people don't want to go to Canberra. It is true. It is true. Um, I'd be I getting. Think, I'd be getting that Jack Wellsby kid over from uh, the Super League. Well, I mean, they they like to take the English kids mm. there. It's worked for them as well. It so has. Why wouldn't you dip back into that mm. pond? Well, they move from somewhere cold to somewhere cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> and there's nothing going on yeah. in Canberra, and there's nothing <laughs> yeah. going on where they're from as well. So probably, probably fits it perfect. That's probably the most genius coaching. Uh, strike that Ricky Stewart's made. Yeah, smart. Oh, he, look, yeah. I, I don't even know if Ricky will make it through this year after this. Mm. Like, not not sacked wise. I just mean stress wise. Yeah, right. Like, okay. and it's it's really hard because as a player, you obviously want to set your future up, but now you've got to walk around and, and basically say to your teammates, you know, I'm walking out on you. I'm sorry, but this is it. Yeah. So there might be an option where. He does exit early. I'm, you know, we, we can talk about this over and over again, but these contract things, um, you know, they're. I'm just. There's got to. I think there's got to be a transfer window. I just think yeah. it has to be because it's just like for fans, for players who are playing in the club, there'll be a lot of, you know, Jack will go around and say, I'm sorry and stand up in front of a group. Mm. But at the end of the day, if I'm with him and I'm his mate, I want to wish him all the best, but I'll go, far out, man, you're leaving us because you want to go, you don't think we're going to win one year. How does that make us feel when you're the best player on our side? Do you reckon he gets a few more hospital passes or something (laughs) back end of this year? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, from Ricky at training. (laughs) (laughs) You're holding the bags. How many times have the words weak gutted dog being thrown <laughs> around today. Yeah. I, I wonder how that conversation went because I know they loaded up. Yeah. They loaded up with mm. everything. So it was obviously not about money now. It's about going to win a premiership before he wraps up. And that's the only thing we spoke about, what, two weeks ago that Jack hasn't done. 
He wants to win the premiership. Maybe you should get Macca to make another phone call to Ricky. Who is this? <laughs> no, <laughs> now well, he knows Macca now. <laughs> he knows that it's Macca now, so that's not funny sure. yeah. <laughs> Well, the Raiders have reportedly made a formal complaint about the deal to the NRL, and Andrew Abdo, Abdo, I beg your pardon, has confirmed today that it's going to be audited, the deal. Is this sour eggs from the Raiders, or do they have a case, do you think? Well, we said this last week. Mm. Well, I know you don't want to talk about this, but we said this last week. How are they going to afford him? Yeah. Because he's got to be on, he's going to have to be on over 800,000. Yeah. And it's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Especially when you've got Cody Walker in your side, Latrell Mitchell, mm. who are two guns of the game, who are probably. Cam Murray. Cam Murray. Damien Cook. Damien I mean, they're all <laughs> origin players. Big yeah. sombrero. Like, yeah, yeah, wow, hey. Maybe, yeah. maybe Uncle I don't Nick's, mind the sombrero yeah. so much now that I'm wearing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Uncle Uncle Nick's throwing his sombrero down the road. You know, yeah, look, it is going to be interesting and it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks to see how this unfolds. I mean, I I don't want to see anything like this happen. Like, I just play on, but obviously Raiders are not happy with it at the moment. Yeah, I I read something somewhere and I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about this stuff. I like to focus on the 80 minutes of footy each week. Um, But I read something about... Uh, during the COVID period, that when the cap was reduced, um, a lot of clubs and Souths being one of them, kind of uh, plan their cap around it, expecting it to be at a certain number in 2021, and then it, the number ended up much higher than that. I think or something happened. And anyway, the argument that I read was that oh, they've got some money put aside that they they haven't spent. I mean, yeah, who knows? I guess we'll just wait and see. And look, we will never know. Mm. Like we can sit here and just uh, you know talk on we what we want about it, but. We'll let, the, we'll let the professionals do that and hopefully you don't come undone. Is there anything else you want to say about this? Do you want to have anything to do with this Ricky Stewart statement? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I did because he did – they only just put out a statement. We um, got a dog. Like literally, yeah. that's all yeah, it said. Yeah. Like literally not long he ago. He tweeted it. And, yeah. and it was yeah. about – tweeted it. No. He's gone rogue. <laughs> and it read – it read. Um, this is from the Raiders um, and it's, it seems like it's Ricky Stewart, yeah. So the Raiders – Jack informed the club that he would not be re-signing with the Raiders beyond this season. I want to reassure you all that the club did everything possible to keep Jack at the Raiders and we wanted him to be nothing more than a 300 player and a one club player. Uh, I want to let our loyal members and fans know that we bleed green as much as you do. As much as it hurts today, our future is still ahead of us. Then they go on to say, as a club, we believe the current contracting system where players can sign well out from the end of their current contract is flawed. It is not fair to who I see our major stakeholders, the club, and is importantly the players. I know it would have been hard for our Raiders fans, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on just a little bit about that type of stuff, which I I think is true. I, yeah. I hate how this stuff happens like this. Mm. I would rather there be a transfer window. I, I thoroughly enjoy when there's, I mean, you were with the NFL, you know, or whatever, like there's soccer that does it. I can't wait for that moment because then you hear whispers, but there's nothing happens right until then. And I think there probably needs to be something like it, that. And this happens every year. This comes up every year. If there was a transfer window, let's use this uh, – situation as an example and let's say Jack can't sign until November this year whatever it is right does that stop him from doing everything else right now in putting it together and then the only thing that happens in the transfer window is the actual announcement well it's that's that's the thing that happens in soccer they they're not allowed to make contact so do you reckon they do that well managers might but players can't yeah so you know you can't physically go to that club and sit down with that club sure so 
you know, I'm happy because then the player's not, you know, you're obviously hearing it from your manager, but your play, the players aren't going because the manager's going to go do their jobs. Yeah. But as soon as that happens, then they can say, look, I've had a meeting with, I've gone and had a meeting with so-and-so. Mm. But until then, because this happened, there was whispers, you know, what, two weeks ago, and yeah. now it's now it's come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and it does suck for the Raiders fans and the and the people that do um, bleed green. It's It sucks. Do you, do you think a system like the way the soccer works would work best for rugby league or a more American system where they get trades and stuff, would that work better for rugby league in your eyes? Because the Raiders don't yeah. make anything off this deal. No, no. And, and they developed him. and yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, transfers for soccer, I'm not sure too much about the NFL, but you have to pay a fee to the club. Right? Yeah. You know, so, you know, I think we're going to get to a stage where that's going to have to start happening because, you know, it's – the players' contracts are one thing that comes in the NRL, but the clubs that have the most money then are going to be successful. We're going to have to find a way that all clubs are, you know, sort of come up together. Because mm. if we've seen that at the moment, we would probably see a lot of top range clubs say, you know, the Broncos at the moment, the Dolphins, who have got all the cash, yep. they would thrive. Yeah. They would really, really thrive and it would suck for everyone else. Well, I want to talk about a couple of examples where clubs, you know, something further than skill appears to be the problem with them at the moment. The first is the Gold Coast Titans, okay? On the weekend, they were up 26 to nil and they found a way to lose. Now, they've got some outstanding players on their books. They've got a really, really good forward pack, that is for sure. What's wrong in the place? What is wrong at the Gold Coast Titans? I don't know. Maybe ask their coach. He, he sat there for like... I watched that. I watched that press conference. He sat there for. I, I think I timed it for about two two yeah. minutes and thirty five seconds and said nothing. Nothing. He let Tino Fasumalaawi take all the. Pre- I'm, I'm just like as a coach, like so maybe that's where it is. So is that the problem? Is it maybe, maybe that's where it is? Like as a like he's probably pissed off at his players, mm. but there's no way in the world you let, you know, just him just do that. You got to you know grow some balls and stand up before your players and be like, look, we did blow it. And Tino was a bit rattled. Like, yeah. I was actually like, when I watched that, I thought, maybe this is where it is. Maybe it's coming from, maybe it's not the players, maybe it's coming from somewhere else. And yes, they have to go, but obviously they put in the effort. But um, what, what was his communication at halftime? Was he pizzling them? Because yeah. they let in, what, they let him one try, one I think? One try before. Yeah, yeah before halftime. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure we're not in there, but um, yeah, it doesn't look. And it's been like that at the Titans for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Well, they started off, John Cartwright was the coach, and they seemed to build something very quickly there. I mean, they made a prelim final, mm. I think, within five years of entering yeah. the competition. And ever since then, they've just continued to go downhill. Just for a second, they mm. promised something. A couple of years ago, mm. they snuck into the finals, unlucky to lose to the Roosters, yep. and then they have not fired a shot since. Yeah. It's the same this year. Yeah, I, I don't know where to go with them, but like from that from that interview and from that um, press conference, it just looks like he's frustrated. He doesn't know what to do or he's, yeah, I mean, is it in-house? It is, is it not the players? Is it, is it go deeper? Something further than that. Mm. They're going to be in all sorts, though, if it continues, because they've got a small and struggling fan base to begin with. Well, we've got to remember, he was he was on the verge of getting sacked like... Holbrook. Yeah. Last year. Last year. Yep. So he was on the verge yep. of getting sacked. The year before... They were a bit iffy still. They only just made, remember when whoever knocked the ball. Patrick dropped, Herbert. Yeah, trapped Patrick yeah. Herbert to to, uh, to take him further into the finals or was it that just to... That, that, was, that was the that semis. Semis, yes, yeah. The so, yeah. yeah. And then the year, then last year they, they sort of 
shit the bed and mm. then, you know, they hear where they're going again. I've never really been too confident about the Titans. I'd, I'd love them to go well. Yeah. I really would. Um, but it just seems like maybe they don't have the right people in the right spot. Winning culture just not a thing on the Gold Coast, and it's, and it's hard to find, like, I mean, you boys, we've you, you've played sports. Like, when you win, you win. When you lose, man, you find a way to lose. Yeah. yeah. That's just the way it is. You, you don't mean to. You just have this feeling about yourself. You're like, how the hell – do we lose that or how do we lose that? So I don't know. They've got their, – their, their roster's great. I think their roster's great. It's not the roster, so yeah. something else must be lying in the back. Yeah, we'll talk a bit about the roster in a sec. I think they've had some issues with their conditioning, I think, in previous years. Um, they've had a habit of getting out to a lead in the 40 mm. – you know, the first 40 to 60 minutes and then really just kind of crumbling in that last quarter of the game when the fatigue sets in. Um you know, look at other common reasons why a side will let slip a lead an inexperienced halfback, yep. which they've got. I think Tanner Boyne's been doing actually quite a good job, but he's only 45-odd games yeah. into his career. They've got uh, Chris Randall, who's a, you know, respectfully speaking, probably a stopgap option at hooker. And, and Chris Lemming, Lemming yeah. who's just come over from the yep. Super League. So, And then they've got <clears throat> AJ Brimson, who um, we're probably still not sure what his best position is as well. So... Um, they got a young four, you know, Tino's incredible, but he's also only, what, 24, 25 yeah. years old. So maybe they're lacking some experience, some leadership. But well, they have played Origin, those guys. So mm. you've got to think. Yeah, true. There's got to be some Little level. Laker as well. Yeah, they've yeah. got to be some level heads there yeah. and go, all right, you know, let's not get a horn here. We're not, we're, obviously we're 26 points yeah, out, yeah. but let's, is, and we did, like, I didn't even really watch the, but did Kieran Foran, um, Foz played. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's where I look to him. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why they buy someone but like him. He did weird stuff as well. Like, he was kicking early and tackle counts oh, I've seen him and do stuff. Weird shit. Like, I'm, it just oh, wasn't. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, he just, they just didn't look like a cohesive unit no. at all in that second half. Well, that could, I mean, kicking early when you've got a lead and, you know, putting the ball down the other end, that's a, that's a tactic we've seen Cameron Smith do throughout his whole career. Yep. Like, that's the sign of, of an experienced side who knows what they've got to do when they're trying to. Um, you know, control the, the speed and the momentum of the game, but maybe the rest of the side wasn't on yeah, board with Foz when he did it. Or weren't, weren't no kick chase. But maybe, yeah. honestly, Kieran Forums, when he plays it, you know, when I'm saying he's playing best at Manly, they, they go for the kill. Mm. Manly used to go for the kill. They didn't they didn't play conservative footy, man. Yeah, okay. they, they used to go for the kill and maybe that it was his mindset, but they're just not there yet as those yeah. young players, so... Thanks for dishing me up the segue there because the other club I want to talk <laughs> about here is the Manly Sea Eagles now Ugh. putting to one side the fact that they've killed our multi last week. And I'll put the hand up there. I apologise. Clearly got trigger happy because the week prior they played the Melbourne Storm out mm. of the game. They come out last week and they fall in. They absolutely should have lost that game mm. to the Tigers last mm. week. What's going on here? Well, you said it last week. They, they've got a bad habit of playing to their opposition. Yeah. So when they're versing a Melbourne, they step up to the plate. Yep. And then when they're versing a Tigers, they, you know, settle down to the yep. Tigers yep. level. I thought the Tigers played well, though. Like, don't take... Like, Do you reckon? Yeah, like, don't take a lot away from, from them. I thought they... Sorry. I thought they played their best game yep. of the season. Agreed. Yeah. So okay. you, you can't take that away from them when they're a club who are... They're just like we just said before. When you lose, you lose. You can't, you can't do anything about it. It's just a habit. So, 
there was moments there where you were just like, wow, they look completely like another side. Yeah. Are, you, are you boys worried about Tommy Turbo at all? He, he, looked, like, yeah, 100%. he looked like Tommy Treadmill on the weekend. Like, oh, he just did not go anywhere. Now, I've been, I've been you, so I was going to say, when did you come up with that oh, one? Like during the game, I wrote that down. <laughs> hey, I was like, Tommy Tom, Toyota, Tom, nah, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Treadmill. I'm going to save that one. I'm, oh, you know what? Really really There's the podcast yeah. name. Is yeah. Tommy yeah. Treadmill. I'm worried for New South Wales fans because – you know, you missed. Don't be worried, mate. Yeah, no, but yeah. You, well, you missed him last year, and you yeah. couldn't. You know, he's a he's key. Yeah, not worried. I prefer him to play. <laughs> yeah. You say that every year and you just get done. Do, do you so. want him playing the way he is? Like no, the, no I, probably not. But there's a million centers banging down the door and you want some bloke made of glass? Mm. Mm. Get out of here. No, put him in. <laughs> we want him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go Tommy Turbo. <laughs> Tommy, Tr- Tommy, think, Tommy Treadmill. I think that game, Tigers, Manly, uh, on paper, it was a good match for the Tigers, who have been performing pretty well in yardage. Okay. They're, they're in the top eight, I think, from memory, statistically, yeah. for average metres gained. And Manly are a side that do concede a fair few points, uh, points, a fair few metres in yardage as well. Yeah, so, yeah. like, and we saw that in terms of the field um, position battle. West spent a lot of time on Manly's line, and uh, thankfully for the Dirty Birds, the Tigers have one of the least efficient attacks in the competition in mm. good ball. So you were able to hold them out, but they were pouring through the middle. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. it must be frustrating being a Manly fan. To boy, s- is it. To see them, I to see their wait. line speed and their contact against Manly. We, we play the magic before. round and next, I'm just Friday, like, no? that's, that's, where, that's where we've been going. Yeah. Yeah, true. Straight through the middle. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, to what I said last week, <laughs> though, that's, you know, we've been playing at the calibre of our opposition, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that just looms and as you know what? You've had contest. It took someone like you know Saab to ice the game as well. Like, that's... You know, wingers are good in the game, but you know he's he's so big, he's so tall. So they 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 play to their strength there to to ice that. Mm. And if he doesn't catch that, do they you know do they finish it off? Yeah, well, you know, probably so not. Yeah, so the Tigers probably get their first win. Who are they playing this week? The Tigers because the Tigers are playing Penrith because every well every week <laughs> it just gets like oh you don't want to play the Tigers now. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be I reckon June, Penrith. Yeah, well. yeah. It's like that pokey <laughs> with the big feet, yeah, major <laughs> feature, just <laughs> waiting to bang. Oh yes, yeah, that bloody pokey. I'd like your opinion. Oscar of mm. Josh Schuster, you know, from the perspective of a bloke yep. that's really into stats, you're yep. really into digging deep into the game. A uh, lot of potential, and a lot of people think he's got a lot of potential, but yes. I'd really like your perspective on him. Yeah, he's got stacks of potential. Um, he's a defensive liability at the moment. Yeah. Particularly okay. defending against Kelma Tuolangi, who we've spoken about on this potty already this year. Um, yeah, he, he's still very young, he's still very, very raw. Um, it seems to me like he's still trying to finesse his way through games. Mm. Um, instead, like look at the size of him. Like when I see Schuster, I think of when Souths played John Sutton at five eight yeah. on the left edge. Right, yeah, yeah. he just carried the ball into the line. Sutton didn't have half of the skill and the talent that Schuster's got. But what he did do is he used his big body to straighten up the attack. The three opposite um, defenders, usually the three-man, which will be the half, um, turns in on him. And then he's able to just use his size to create space out wide. And then it was just a simple tip along. Um, There's no reason Schuster can't be doing that Mm. every time he takes possession. I just think he's... He's still finding his feet. We've got to remember he's only played, what? He's got a young footballing mind, essentially. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. in a in a halves position, which is arguably the most important position on the field, it takes time. Like, halves don't mature until they're 28, 29, 30. Yep. Um, so, you know, just because he's capable of all this magic uh, every now and then, I think it'll probably be a while before we see him consistently perform to his potential. I, I just think if he runs, like, just... He's got to run it Like, out. his mindset, just... 
run before you pass. Yeah. Like, and it's such a cliche thing to say when you're training for people who are not playing the, you know, they're not playing well out the back or they're not playing short. Just run the ball first. Mm. And I think everything will take care of itself because he's, he'll attract so many players that he'll, he'll just realize that later down the track, it'll just be like, oh, well, everyone's trying to mm. tackle me now. Mm. And then he'll be able to do the nice stuff, but just run the ball first. I think, I think he'll, and I think that's probably what he's being told. Yeah. But you get excited when you're, yeah. You're a big boy and you've yep. got the ball in your hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I remember Sammy Thiday when we played with him. He just wanted to f- bloody pass the ball to him. I was like, brah, look how big – just run the ball, brah. Yeah. Yeah. Just run the ball. And he figured that out pretty quickly. So one word answer, is his potential worth the number of mistakes he makes at the moment? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's that's, that's it's not going to be. It's not going to be where you probably want them to be. Yes. At the end of the day, yeah. but you've got to you've got to stick it out. Like, there's no one else. You know, yeah, Chesney, for sure. Yeah. Well, so well, that was the next question I was going to ask. Actually, so is it worth having him in the team in that position for potential more than it is to have Cooper Johns, who plays a really nice role next to Daly Cherry Evans, mm-hmm. and who is two from three and a draw this year for Manly? Yeah, it's an option, and mm-hmm. if you did that, you could play Schuster at lock. Um, I don't like if you throw him in the middle, he's going to be tackling a lot more, right? Yeah. So it's going to be taking away from his attacking output. But maybe that's the kind of development that he needs to, you know, embrace the grind and get comfortable doing the the tough, the shit work, basically, before he then goes out. We, we said this earlier in the year. We said that well, he could play um, in that role. Well, they started doing it. Yeah, they yeah. had him, instead of sitting on the left edge, he was getting in at first receiver either side of the ruck and that little no-look pass and yep. the goosey, it was attracting... A, B, C, and D defenders towards mm. him, and then he was thrown out to Ches, yeah. and it looked really, really good. Um, then he's been injured and yep. in and out of the side, so yeah, it's frustrating. But uh, like, if I had, if he was at Souths, I'd be like, yeah, he's definitely a, a solution there in the long term. Like, he's he's shown enough to to keep working on. I think. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. He hasn't become a turbo on the injury front as well mm. because he's had a few, unfortunately, out again this week. Mainly, yeah. maybe, maybe it's injured. Tr- maybe it's a drop. Maybe it's a strength and conditioner. Yeah. Dropped. I think he's been injured. It's S He's yeah. done his, Who is the S and C Manly actually? Again. Yeah. Big legged boy is yeah, Josh Schuster. Thick, big thick boy. Big thick boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh well moving on, who or what do you guys think has suffered the most disappointing start to the twenty twenty three NRL oh, yeah. season? I liked your little video. I, I this think week. it, it mm. has to be the Titans. I, I think that there was a lot of expectation put on them, especially with foreign coming. Okay. And I think that they haven't lived up to the ex- their their expectations. That's an interesting take, and not one that I've heard from anyone actually. I like that, Liam. Good for you. Thanks, You've booked yourself another week on the NRL Punting <laughs> Podcast. Oscar, what do you reckon? I'd probably have to agree with, I think you boys threw both these teams up in the video, Cowboys and Roosters. Yeah. I think definitely. We certainly had the Roosters up on a pedestal, didn't oh, we? I mean, like even yes, like when we watched yesterday's game, mm. I mean, that was one of the fastest games I've seen in a while. Defensively from both sides, it was, good, it was a good game to watch. But on paper, you look at it and you go, the Roosters should be yeah. should Absolutely. be putting them thirteen plus. Yeah. Thirteen plus was yeah. like a dollar yeah, ninety or something. Peanuts, and, yeah, and there was yeah. a time there where there was they scored three tries in eight minutes. The Dragons, and there you go, wow, they've got they've got some real issues. The Roosters, yeah. they've got no resilience. No. They're disciplined. Yeah. Like when they're when they're winning the rock and when they're playing over the ad line, they're 
they look unbeatable. Victor. And then one error, oh, or yeah. one error, or one shit call goes against mm. them, and then they just crumble. Like Toys you said, out the cot. Yeah, it was yeah. it was twenty six six, and then that uh, Swaliti try got. They looked like they back. were going to blow it out. Yeah, they did. It got called back, so twenty to six, and then like you said, Dragon scored two or three tries, and yeah. and then the game's right. Just on that Victor again. stuff, like, <laughs> yeah. like I will say this: I, I love him as a player. Yeah, but when he does tackle, he does rise in his tackles. Mm. He he dips and he rises up, and that's his issue. Because there was contact with both shoulder and head, but when you're rising, you know you've got to, you've either got to go really low, and you can't be trying to hit them here and rise up because they're going to bounce off and hit people mm. in the face, and that's what he's been. Yeah. That's been his biggest issue, and he didn't like it. He didn't like the penalty, but in the rule book at the moment, where people are getting shoulders in the face, that's a sin bin. Yeah. It's a sin bin. You cannot rise with your shoulder. You've got to drive through someone. And that's what we're trying to do and change the game because too many people are going to get injured because we talked about shoulder charges last week, which brings shoulder charges back because that's what yeah. a shoulder charge is, yeah. is not trying to wrap and, and leading and, and leading up with a tackle. So as much as he didn't like that, that was a, it's a send-off. Yeah. It's a send-off. And if he keeps doing it, he's going to – it's, I just feel bad for him because I don't think he knows anything yeah, else. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That's that's like he's trying to do he's trying to do his best way to change that. But so he can't. is that a coaching problem or is it? Yeah, well, he's going to have to. It's a technique, it's a technique yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah because yeah. like you you would tackle like that normally five years ago. Yeah. But now because the game's changed, you have to change your tackling technique. Yeah. Mm. Death taxes and Victor Radley being binned. <laughs> yeah. The surest thing. He's, <laughs> a, he's allergic to playing footy, I yeah. think. We he's, said the most, he's the most sin bin in the NLL history, I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, still plenty of footy ahead of him as well. Okay, well, the punters, of course, had their say. And for the most part, they agreed with us, Gerald. I think we pretty much both landed on the Cowboys by the end of that. Luke McIntyre just said yep. Cowboys. Atherton G. Nye said Cowboys by a mile. The miracle of 2022 is a curse yeah. in 2023. That's a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> this point gets involved in a lot of our videos. Oh, hello, Atherton. So good, <laughs> good to hear from you again. <laughs> Steve Dunn said, stop bagging the roosters, give them a go. Now, I don't think we've ever bagged the roosters, to be fair. We've been on them the entire season. No, we have. Yeah. We've tipped them You'd be the off the planet if you think they have an underperformance. No, definitely. Year, and you know what? I, I mean, we, I'm not know if anyone said, but Melbourne, even their performance yesterday, mm. they iced, usually they, I mean, yeah. they come out the Warriors, but they just are not they're not starting games yeah. like they usually do. They're not destroying no. Yeah, no. ruining souls. Like I like watched them yesterday and I was like, yeah. what the hell is going on with them? Yeah. Like, please someone score. I tipped you. <laughs> <laughs> Most popular comment was David Dixon's. He said, What about Parramatta? Also fair. Yeah. We've, we've, they've copped some shit. Yeah, yeah. And we could right. we That's couldn't right. possibly say anything more no. about Parramatta that we haven't already said. And then finally Tony Bernardin said, you too. Oh. <laughs> We've been the most disappointing part of the NRL yeah. this season oh, so far. I still so love you, Tony. Well, might block Tony by yeah. the time this one gets No, no, give him a big hug. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you touched on it before, Oscar, finding the right positions for players mm. and creating effective combinations, obviously the absolute key to success in mm. rugby league. You've taken a deep dive into this this week with a couple of examples from clubs that might not be quite getting it right yep. at the moment. Really liked this quote from you, actually, in your oh. article today. Finding a position for new recruits or searching for ways to get the most out of the be or the best out of the players is an art as much as it is mm. a science. Tattoo. Very, very beautiful. nice. I'm sorry Tattoo I me. butchered the quote there and fell no, over myself. That's all right. But, boy, it was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, uh, with that in mind, take us through it. Yeah, well, it started because uh, I've been watching Jaden Campbell very closely, maybe because he's in my Supercoach draft. Him, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, also, because he's such an exciting Great talent to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but played eight minutes on the weekend mm. um, in the Titans' loss. Now, I don't. 
you'd be going out on a limb to suggest that that was the reason that the Titans let slip a 26-point lead. But I certainly think that he's too good to be spending eight minutes 100%. on the field each week, right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I just – I threw it out, I guess, to the to the fans or to the readers as well. So it would be interesting to see what some of the fans come back. But, yeah, for me, um, there's been a lot of suggestions to plug him into the halves. Um, a, a lot of people suggesting foreign needs to be dropped, which I think is – just the last thing that no, needs no, to happen at the Titans. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll put that one aside. Um, Tanner Boyd um, being, I guess, the least established yeah. spine member, he's been identified as an option to drop. But um, like I mentioned, I think he's been playing quite well and his general general play kicking um, has been really, really good. You've got to keep the combinations together too. Like you can't just give up on them. After like six, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah. You've got to you've got to keep them together, and that's mm. been some of their problems. Mm. And I think, yeah, if you drop if you drop uh, Boyd, you got no one to kick on the last. Like yep. Foz can kick, but he's never been a, a dominant kicker throughout his career. And I'm sure his hammies aren't going to hold up for another yeah, you know, twenty rounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so then, I mean, AJ Brimson is playing fullback at the moment. Could you move him into the centres? Maybe sure, but you know he's one of their best players. You probably yeah. don't want to like he needs to be playing on the ball, right? Hundred um, percent. So that's not really an option. Um, the way they've been using Campbell at the moment is throwing him in at dummy half late in the game. It's just a waste. It's, he's it's a waste of an interchange as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's just a waste all around. Yeah, and he like, he needs to be free to pick his moments, scan the defence, and and chime in where he likes. So, I personally, I think the best uh, option at the moment for the Titans would be to bring him on. You know, whenever you do thirty, give him. I think he needs to be playing at least thirty minutes a game. Yeah, um, I'd be putting him into the halves, and I'd be moving Tanner Boyd into lock, um, doing a bit of like what Penrith do with Mitch Kenny. Yep. Um, Tanner's a a much better defender than Campbell. I think like you could throw um, Campbell into the middle as well, which would be fine if the Titans are on the front foot. But if the game's in the grind, I think he's going to be such a target yeah. being a smaller body and not the strongest defender. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I've got the perfect solution. I think I think that's what I'm leaning towards. I think towards. he's got to be a fullback. Like, and yeah, I know because yeah. uh, Brimo's, you know, I'm not saying he's going to just take Brimo's spot, but that's that's his position. That's, he's yeah. an out-and-out fullback. That's, he's an out-and-out fullback. He pops up everywhere. We, we talked about Reese Walsh, you know. Yeah. Yep. You can't substitute speed. Mm. Like, those kids are there. They love that open space. Yep. Like, honestly, when I played fullback in my time, you just your eyes light up. Or even playing on the wing when you see a bit of broken play, you're just mm. like, either you're making a break or you're getting a quick play of the ball. Mm. And that's what those type of kids do. Um, and he's got, a, he's got a ball play. You know, he's got a bit of ball playing about yeah. him. And he's if a he better doesn't, ball player than AJ yeah, as well. And, and yeah. So I, I think they've got to put him back there and put AJ somewhere else. I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure, it, but it's yeah. such a unique position the Titans are in as well because his old man was arguably the greatest Titan mm. to throw the jersey yeah. on. Yeah. Like you know, that it'd be a disservice if well, it's a disservice to, to let him go. Yeah, and it's yeah. a disservice to just have him riding the pine pony right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what they do. They've yeah. dug himself a hole. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Raiders have got a bit of money for a yeah. fullback, yeah. don't they? True. <laughs> Maybe they. Well, they've got Xavier Savage yeah, though. He'll be, he'll be back. He, he won't yeah. be back in long, actually, because I think he had six weeks when he, uh, he played Reggie's last week. Yeah, well, there yeah, you go. Right. Yeah. I think he's in the extended squad this yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's a tricky one. Uh, I'm not sure about that one, but I, he certainly needs to be playing more than eight minutes. Eight a week, minutes so is just crazy. It'll yeah. be very interesting to see, particularly after a bad loss. You know, usually we see some changes from a coach mm-hmm. around those times. So it'll be interesting to see how Holbrook manages that one in the coming weeks. 
Uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons I had a look at as well. Jack Bird, mm-hmm. uh, who I'm a big fan of. We talked about Jack Bird on the podcast a couple of weeks ago um, and the work that he was doing through the middle of the field with Jacob Little. I think the two of those were really freeing up Ben Hunt um, yep. you know, to orchestrate play later in the count. Uh, since then, Jack Bird's been moved to the left edge. Uh, I'm not convinced that that's the best position for him or for the Dragons at the moment. I think similar to Jaden Campbell, Birdie needs to be free to pick his moments and vary his involvements. Yeah. Like the best thing about Bird playing at 13 was on tackle two, he was at first receiver tipping to a, to a forward yep. to take a hit up. And then on the next tackle, he was sweeping down a short side as like a jockey in the fullback shape mm. uh, and having a short side raid. And then on ta- the next tackle, he was getting the ball and crabbing across field and looking to pass a, a teammate into a hole. And the, the, ver- uh, the variation of his involvements was making it really challenging, I think, to defend. Um, when he's on the edge, he's got more of a role-playing kind of job to do. Yeah. Lay those lead lines, yep. make his tackles. Well, he do, and he doesn't get his hand on the ball as And much. he doesn't touch it And much. that's when you, what you're trying to say. He's mm. dangerous yep. when he's got the ball. Jeez, he, I'll tell you what, he, he stood up in he, defense. He, how many times he she, whacked Nelson? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he stood up in defense yesterday for them. And he's always, we always knew he's going to be – like, he is a great footy player. Mm. I just think – they're just going to get – the more confidence he grows with, they're going to get better, the Dragons, and the only way they can go is up at the moment. So they just they just keep losing at the bloody – right at the end. <laughs> yeah, tough one. So, yeah, interested to see how long Birdie will yep. be there. Jaden Sue was injured at the moment, so maybe when he's back, Bird shifts back into yep. lock position. Uh, the Bulldogs, they moved Matt Burton into the halves uh, – into halfback last week. Mm-hmm. Uh Big improvement, I think, in his performance. He played at first receiver a lot, so he was tipping guys uh, around the field in yardage, and then he was still being the option uh, on the last for the kick. Uh, It also helped him run more. He ran for 98 metres in round eight, which was his third most of the season. The other two that he ran for more metres, he he had two uh, line break runaway trials. Why wouldn't you want him running the ball? He's so big. Mm. Have you ever seen him in person before? Yeah. Like he's yeah. massive. Big. He's he's like a Jack White, and that's how big yeah. he is. Like he's as tall and he's like thick. Yeah. And we usually associate running halves more with five eighths than halfbacks. Yep. But playing at halfback at first receiver, every time there was a quick play of the ball, he was just bang on the advantage line running, and he eventually put Corey Waddell through for a nice try. And so. you know what? I think for them at the moment, it's probably better that they've got their out now playmaker on the ball. On the, yeah, on the mm. ball um, because. It just ma- it just makes sense for them yeah. uh, the the way they the Bulldogs play their footy. Well, they've dropped Flanagan and Grub. Josh Reynolds is named at six yep. this week. There you go. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it was also an, a move with an eye to the future because we've to- spoken about Carl Oluapu playing five eight in the reserve grade. Yeah. He's been named in the reserves of grand. I, he's still a while away from first grade, but he's clearly the option at at five eight for the Dogs moving forward. How long forward. do you reckon until he gets the opportunity? I reckon he'll play. Five odd games this year, yeah. but I don't think I don't think he should be the option there yeah. long term. At the like at the moment, yep. I think next year he'll be a starting starting six. And I'm dragging on here, so I'll make this quick. <laughs> Abby Corusau at the West Tigers, not a change of position, but changing the way they're using him. We saw them uh, use a lot of wraparound players with Appy in good ball last week. Yeah. So he was passing to a forward and then sweeping around. They scored one try through Charlie Staines through it uh, and big Joe Offerhen Gary almost scored himself by dummying to Coruscant and going back in behind the ruck um, they need to get as much out of Appy as they can he engages the line uh, and creates yep. space better than Brooks does and better than Wakeham does so yeah I like that um, what we're seeing from the Tigers trying to get more out of Appy and good ball so yeah that's it 
Whew. I thought he was excellent last week, Happy Actually, yep. I thought he'd been quite forgettable in a few things, probably as a result of the players around him. But I think he took a long, just, a big yeah. step towards origin selection. Hard, hard to, week. it's just hard to come into that side and take everything yeah, you have from Penrith and, yeah. and put it into there. Absolutely. What have you got for us this week? Yeah, I've got one um, J- story with JYY. This one is from my very first year, <laughs> my very first preseason uh, with the Brisbane Broncos. Um, set the scene, finished preseason. Obviously, a piss up. Yeah. Um, all these great stories come with piss up. There ups. seems to be one common theme yeah. in all of these stories. <laughs> this one is just pretty much all about me and a great um, in in our club at the Broncos. Um, so we finish our preseason. Remember the it used to be called the Ice Bar. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. So Darling they, and Co. Yeah, now. Darling yeah. and Co. Now, but yeah. it used to be called the Ice Bar, and there used to be a function room, little function room downstairs. Mm. Well, you know, we got that function room for a big piss up, and I'd never been to obviously the older boys drink up. Yeah. You know, it's always been with the younger fellas, but I'd come from twenties and I'd graduated to there, so Alf thought it was okay to start playing. Has anyone played bottles before? Bottles, yeah, might have a different name um, for yeah, it. What I, is it? Alf's come to one of our Mad Mondays before yeah, at the hound, yeah. so I'm wondering whether he's <laughs> bottles is every that time you say seven or um, a number with seven in it or a multiple of seven, mm. you have to say bottles and it goes back the other way. Oh, right, so okay, one, two, yeah. three, four, Definitely five, six bottles, eight, nine, ten, eleven, tw- yeah, too yeah, much yeah. bottles. <laughs> well, this is the right thing, right? <laughs> so they were you can start it anywhere you want, yeah. So Alf got me a beauty. Um, you know, he's, I can't, I, I'm a winger. I count to six at the best of times. Uh, so long story short, <laughs> they've got, they've stitched me up yeah. and I'm full. We go across to this another establishment called the Paddington hotel. Yeah. Um, and he is just at me and at me. I decided it would be a great idea to call the great Alf, Alfie Langer outside on the road to, 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 to fight him. So I've called, I've called Alf outside and said... <laughs> to, uh, to wrestle or to fight? No, wow, to full hey, on to have a pu- wow. full on punch on. Um, to this day, me and Alf still have a joke about this. But, uh, geez, he wasn't the last time because every single preseason after that, the year after he got Dale Copley, the year after that he got someone new. So, Alf, I, I love you so much, but I still punch your head in. Did, yeah. he, did he just laugh at you or what yeah. happened when well, you invited I was, him I started crying. That's how. That's how. Full you actually started. On, crying. I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> Sam thought I had to. He had to console me and was like, "It's all right." He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, get him out of here right now." <laughs> I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch He's on with bullying Al, me. with Alan Langer. So I love you, Al. Theory, mate. Did he lose his pants somehow in the uh, in the process? No, Alf? No. So many opportunities that I've seen him out anyway, and his pants are gone. <laughs> oh, he's got a lot to show. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Well, that was outstanding. It's time for Fog's Fast Five. Is Fog's Fast Five number of times you've dropped the pen next to the microphone today? Oh, it's doing mate in. Sorry, boys. <laughs> no, it's... Idiot. I hope, that ha- I hope you can't actually Thought of that halfway I'm, through I'm the segment there. I'm like, I'm keeping this. I, dro- I dropped one during... I was like, that's so loud. Yeah. Stop playing with it. But I, but I couldn't. Um, the, We've all been there. Yeah, the Fast Five this week. Um, <laughs> a few things happened over the weekend that just did my head in. Um, I broke my finger, if you boys didn't mm, see it. I was yeah. wondering about that. Yeah. Uh, Jarrell sneezed and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, so, <laughs> Some of your best yeah, uh, so in light of my finger being busted, is Fogs Fast Five things that should work but don't? Um, Starting number one, I've sucked to you boys way too much about this one. It's KO Sport. 
oh. 30 bucks a month for a streaming service that's just buffering. I, I was on a three-minute delay in that Storm game. My mates had text me, like, and then I'd try Did and you see that? Yeah. Mm. Does my head in. Yeah, it's a disaster when nine aren't showing it at the same time as yeah, well. Yeah, ridiculous. It? Lucky I can claim it on tax. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know, how has it not been fixed? It's yeah. been happening for like a month now. Yeah, absolutely. Their cast. comment section is pretty, oh. pretty brutal yeah, at the moment. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. See, I have Foxtel as well, so I can just... Yeah. Slick over to, yeah. Maybe I need to claim that Hollywood, one. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. Have the other half lift. Number two things that should work but don't the Titans when they're 20 points up. <laughs> uh, the Titans have now suffered six come from behind defeats after scoring 20 plus oh, points God. since 2021. Wow. So, um, six. Yeah, put, they put oh. the cue in the rack pretty frequently yeah. when they're 20 That's points up. That's a start. Um, number three things that should work but don't Canberra's team chemistry and desire to win a premiership together <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think yeah. they're booking Mad Monday after that, that statement that Ricky put out today you are a weak gutted dog for yeah. me um, number four rugby union's development pathways <laughs> keep your hands off Payne Haas <laughs> he's not going to win you a world cup uh, and lastly number five Victor Radley most sinned in player of all time things that should work but just don't. He <laughs> spends a lot of time in the showers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yes. With all the stats, trends, and betting you need to know, this is the offload. All right, let's kick off the offload. I'm very. Don't argue. I'm very excited about this. They've given me the keys to the kingdom. I'm in the back area looking at all the all the markets this time. So Ooh. there's some really really exciting stuff I found this week. Okay. Starting with the top players of the round, I want to give a shout out to Stephen Crichton, my good friend, or Critter. as we know him, Critter. Oh, Critter. Yeah. Critter. Uh, yep. So Stephen Crichton, in their loss to the Rabbits, became just the fifth player to score all of a team's points with a minimum of eighteen. Mm. Wow. So he scored, yeah, he scored a hat trick and converted them all. Um, so those five players that he joins are Les Johns with the Bulldogs in 1963, Terry Lamb with the Dogs in 1987, Matt Rogers of Sharks fame. Wow. 1998, and Ruben Garrick in 2019 with Manly. Mm. Um, There you go. At least company. Critter was uh, $2.55 anytime try scorer, $8.75 for a double and $21 for a hat-trick. So he hit all those. Will Kennedy scored his second hat-trick of the year. He's second in the league in tries with nine. He was 10 bucks for first try scorer, 17 for a hat-trick. And I wanted to give the Dolphins a shout-out as well for the largest comeback of all time, Finns up. They tied with the Cowboys' comeback over Penrith in 1998 when they beat the Titans 28-26. The Titans were $1.01 uh, when they were 26-0 or just before halftime. The Dolphins blew out to $21. Did we see anyone get on that? So this is all I could find here. The so Dolphins? Yeah. My father-in-law got on it, $21. At 21? No. Wait, hold on. Hey. Hey. Wait, hold on. Did he... Yeah. Half time, he, he no, just he thought, did he really? I'm going to have a crack at this. He's well, jumped on the Finns bandwagon. He's yeah. like, that is I'm going to have a crack at this. And got the $21. Sorry, yesterday I had a barbecue and boy, he was up on a bed. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you be? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's better than what I could, I could find. One punter had 5K on the Dolphins at $3.10, uh, but we also took five grand on the Titans when they were 26 nil up. <laughs> <laughs> five grand? Yeah. At what price? A dollar one. So, oh. I mean. I'm, oh, I'm not what? allowed to say what Let's I think that money's going to be used for. Uh, and that was their fifth win of the season as well, the Finns. So that means yeah. they're only half a win away from covering that preseason yeah. line that we were on the Finns. I said I put in yeah. open groups just quietly. I said yeah. five. I said they'd nice. win five and that was it. So. Yeah, so they've won five. Their, their line was five. Lose uh-huh. every game from here. <laughs> Who are our punters' pals? 
couple of nice ones this week. Cronulla has now won t- 10 of their last 12 games against the Bulldogs. Uh, five of the Dolphins' last six matches have gone over the total match points line. Mm. Uh, and DCE has scored at least one try in each of his last four appearances against the West Tigers. Well, wow. Yeah. There's okay. a stat Long for you. Yeah, that is a stat. Have Get you got tips down. for this week? Yep, so short. Yeah, 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 indeed I do. (laughs) Short turnaround this week. We've got a a game tomorrow, Sharks and the Cowboys. Mm. So Cronulla has won eight of its last nine against the Cows. Wow. And the well, the only one the Cows have won was that uh, was it a prelim final last year? Yeah, yeah, they won by field goal. Four of the last five matches between the Sharks and the Cows at Points Bet Stadium have been decided by a margin of six points or less. Um, And eight of Cronulla's last 10 matches have gone over the match points line. So a two-leg multi of Sharks, one to six, and over 41 and a half points will get you $12.29. Oh, like that. Not bad at all. Um, Is it game of the round? I don't know. Panthers v. Tigers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe for the punters. (laughs) Panthers are apparently going to rest a few guys as well. They've pumped half their New South Wales Cup side this week. No, they have. Oh, really? I think like four or five players, yeah. Okay, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Their load management is outstanding. Yeah. 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 So Penrith has won five of its last six home matches against the Tigers by a margin of 13+. plus. Yep. Uh, And each of the last eight matches between Penrith and the West Tigers have gone under the total match points line. So if you're thinking that the traffic's all going to be Penrith's way, you can get them 13-plus and under 43.5 for $2.80. Imagine playing at Penrith and knowing you've got the ties coming up thinking you've got to buy. So yeah. the boys got five, yeah. got a week off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Dude, must that's, be nice. That though. is messed up. <laughs> yeah. Ivan's that's, just gone. What, that's, that's like <laughs> going a little, go to Bali, boys. Go, yeah. go to Bali. Yeah. That's the ultimate like sledge. Oh, show, it yeah. is. It is. Jeez. Absolutely. What about if you're not first, you're last? A couple of really, really nice first try scorers this week, starting with the Thursday game. Damian Cook was $31. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, another hooker in the Cowboys-Knights game, Reese Robson was $23. Yep. Uh, Chris Randall was 41 Is he a hooker as well? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. Is. Uh, and then Jackson Ford last night, oh. $34. Yeah. He's playing so well. The whole, the whole Warriors all are, but he's running some Where did he come from? Great he dragons. Dragons, yeah. And he was a 25-minute bench player. Yep. Um, he's running some of the best lines in the NRL on that mm. left edge to start this year. Mm. Well okay. done, Jackson. Hit us with the bad beats. This this is a much better segment now that I have access to the back end, boys. Yeah. Get ready for some of these. Nice. These are incredible. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with the Eels v. Broncos game. One punter, uh, he was one leg short of turning 25 bucks into 17 grand. Oh, what was the leg? That was that a leg. is so, a dagger. So he had Reynolds, Mam, Staggs, Gutho, and Sevo anytime nice. try scorers. Tick, 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 tick. Yep. Just needed Paddy Carrigan try, and he was sitting pretty. Silly leg. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really silly, silly leg. Yeah. Yeah. feel for him if it was like Cobbo or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another punter was one leg short of turning $19 into 23 and a half grand. This one's incredible. So he had, this is the Anzac Day Clash. He had Roosters one to five. Yeah, oh, wow, that's a pick. What? Good bet. Sloan anytime, Kiri anytime, Manu anytime. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then needed Zach Lomax yeah, to score a try. Oh, that, that is sickening, sickening because Zach Lomax was the one when they he got up for that ball and almost <laughs> scored yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. hard. Don't know if you saw that punter, but... <laughs> Jack Bird was the one were. that scored it instead. Oh, I'm so sorry Spewing. for you, sir. That is sickening. That is that's 
drink and nineteen dollars. Can you imagine well. being putting that on and like then going up <laughs> yeah. for it? Oh no! Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't find anything with Ronaldo Mulatalo anytime, but that was one of the bad beats this week. Yeah, because he, yeah, he used. Yeah. I saw a few. Oh, oh saw a few yes. online. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't anything massive with him. Um, but so we'll, we'll keep going. Um, our largest hold on the Panthers to beat the Bunnies was thirty grand at a dollar fifty-two. Unlucky use. Um, and they obviously fell apart. One punter had 56k on the overs on the Eels Broncos game. I think that could have been Martin Magic. Just <laughs> Bring back Martin Magic. Um, and then one punter, one punter had 28k on the Cowboys to cover the line, uh, and they they obviously oh fell out the ass. They, right they've the not been playing in a vein to have anything of a confidence. These people, yeah. these people make me sick. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. But, but thanks for punting with us, punters. No, no, love you guys. Back to we, oh, we had a real bad beat today. Not not on the NRL. One punter had 180 grand on the Celtics to win at like a dollar. And that Celtics oh, lose no, they yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, the Celtics. Trey, um, I think they're up oh, by about Trey Young. 15 points. Yeah. Trey Young points half just yeah. on the logo, bang. 180K. halfway logo? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Just over the halfway oh, line. Yeah. Yeah. Watching that is crook. Our movement in the futures markets back to NRL. Yeah, sorry. I had to, I had to mention that one. Yeah, no, no. That is more than fair. Um, not a lot of movement at the top. However, fair few overreactions from some of the other clubs. So the Dolphins were 51 back into 34 oh after gosh. their big comeback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders, who were on the bye, have also lost to the bye. They're 41 into 51 after the news of Jack, Jack White's White. departure. No. Cowboys, despite winning, have blown out from 26 to 51 to win the comp. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are 67 into 101, officially yeah. another Jeez. member of the Triple Digits Club. Yeah. The Dragons are 151 down into 101 after a strong showing against the Chookies. Okay. Should we talk West Tigers, this boys? This is what we're oh. hanging out for everywhere. Uh, if you're a, a West Tigers player and you're Come listening, in. it's time to start booking your Mad Monday. Uh, you, you've held firm. I heard Mexico is good. Yeah, senior frogs. Senior I think frogs. great <laughs> yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. They've uh, they've held firm to make the top eight at sixty seven dollars. I imagine that's as big as you can get for that market. Yeah. To make the top four, they've blown out three hundred one into five hundred one, wow. um, and they're still five hundred one to win the call. Oh, so the value's top four then. That's like <laughs> that. Yeah. Can you can you get any further than five hundred one? Pretty sure that's no, the, I think that's as long price. as we go yeah, for yeah, our yeah. premiership markets it, on Does NRL. anyone go, like, do, does any markets go past that? Well, like, Leicester that you keep talking about, they got out to 1,500 to one pre-season once. So oh, that, God. yeah, other sports certainly yeah, do. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I think it's more so sports like the Premier League where there's a demotion involved yeah, relegation as yep, well. Yep. Finally, don't tell the miso. All right. I need I need to run this by you boys. I need to hear your thoughts because I've I've been stalking the AFL Open Group mm-hmm. the last few weeks and reporting how many green boxes they get and how compared to how many we got. Mm-hmm. So they got two green boxes this week. Oh, oh no! What a week for the AFL. But one one was the Neds account just resharing the most popular multi. Okay. In, that doesn't count. And it was yeah. but it was a it was a twenty nine dollar hit. Was it? Okay. Yeah. But it was a popular multi. Yeah, so, so it wasn't, wasn't the AFL guys. Yeah, it wasn't it Dill on. or Dinger or something. It was just okay. a random. Assortment of markets yeah. that some lucky punters got involved in. So, so congratulations, yeah. punters. So they got two green boxes. Oscar and I got thirteen. Yeah. Wow, boys, uh, sounds about right. So yeah. okay. I'll go through yeah, good. the the week in calendar order. So I, I had on Thursday night, I backed the Souths to cover and Ang- uh, not Angus, 
Stephen Crichton. Critter. Yeah, Critter. Mm, Sorry. Critter. Yeah. Sorry, Critter. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> we had Critter anytime try score at $6.50. Uh, Friday night, I backed Reynolds anytime try score as a single at $4.50. Uh, and then in a multi, I also had Broncos to cover and Herbie anytime at four twenty four. And then it was all Oscar from there. He landed either team less than 10 and a half and Greg Marzu anytime try score in the Cows games at $3.50. Oh, and Harry Grant came in clutch for me last night with anytime try score at $3.50. They were all in open groups, punters. If you don't know what open groups are... It's a great little chat room on the Neds app where we're all in. You can come in and have a chat with us, and it's good for your wallet at the moment. Yep. Yeah. All right. Enough about how good we are. Let's talk about how good the punters are. So once again, I've got access to the real good stuff. Now. I like this. Yeah. So these, these are pretty bloody good. Really turning this segment on. Two punters backed this multi in the Bronx-Eels game. One punter turned five bucks into a dollar. Oh, not a one. Oh, six. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Both teams turned up. Jack Jack Reed's favourite saying to me is when he gets a multi home and you win 20 cents, he's like, what, what, you don't like money? Yeah. (laughs) uh, I'm also dyslexic, boys. You're learning more about me every week. So he turned $5 into $1,100. The other turned 10 bucks into Mm -hmm. 2.2K. So they both took Bronx head-to-head, the unders, Stags anytime, Sivo anytime, Herbie anytime, Gutho anytime. Mm. We had $20 into 2.2K in the Tigers uh, Manly game. Mm-hmm. He had Stafford Toa anytime, Olukawatu anytime, DCE, DCE anytime, and Appy Corusau anytime. Wow. Uh, but Boy, the, it was a good week for hookers. Yeah. Right? Not Boy, it was bad a at all. Uh, speaking of a good week for hookers, this bloke turned $1 into 1936 Wow. He hit an 18-leg multi-sport multi. Uh, So a heap of legs on the hockey, the NBA, and the AFL. But in there, I think the best ones to shout out was he had the Dolphins head-to-head and Manly head-to-head as well. So, yeah, $1 into just under two grand. Wow. Good on you, my friend. Oh, man. I love that guy. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. All right, boys, I'll put the hand up again. My apologies. Uh, my leg killed the multi last week. I had a feeling that was going to happen at some point because remember there was that that multi a few weeks ago where only Liam's fell over. And, uh, and yep. further to the podcast and further to us talking about it off air, I was also just giving him shit face to yeah. face. So yeah. I think this is what karma looks one, like. One isn't of it? the worst weeks of my life. Boys. I almost <laughs> yeah. had to take some time off. Well, I certainly know how it feels. Hello, so here darkness, we are. My I hate, <laughs> hate being the final leg, and that's what it came down to. So this week I'm the first leg kicking off in the Eels game I think they're just going to win this week they're taking on the Knights now historically not a big fan of the Eels but I think this profiles is a very very winnable one for (laughs) Parramatta $1.42 yeah cop it yeah. Cop it. Is that if bank, they're not... Is it at Banquet? Oh, it's it's Comparis. Com- yeah, I think they are. Sorry, Com. I think they just Sorry, win. <laughs> if they're not going to have one of their worst uh, seasons on history, I think they just beat the Knights. Uh, Oscar, you're second this week. I've taken my bunnies head-to-head. Sorry, Gerald. No, don't be sorry. And Liam against the Broncos. Um, it's a good shout. Yeah, I think South's... A are really building their way into the season. Bronx also been playing great, but they have had a very, very, very soft opening draw. Uh, but most importantly, they're missing Payne House, Ezra Mam, and Corey Oates this week. Um, 
Jesse Arthur's come in for Oates, who's been doing a good job, but I think Payne Haas in particular. Yeah. You mentioned it before, Bronx have been just bashing the middle and playing a lot off the momentum that Haas and Carrigan uh, create. So, yeah, I think that's going to bring yeah. him back a bit. Can't, like. can't replace Payne Haas, eh? No. no. You can't. Dollar eighty, Nice leg. Yeah, nice. Liam. I've taken the Finns to cover against who are they playing this week? Oh, great <laughs> confidence in this bet. Um, the, the Dolphins have covered the line in six of their eight games in the NRL. They're so playing the Raiders this week. And they're plus four and a half. So uh, for some reason, they're underdogs against the Raiders. Like, they're going to be a shell of themselves. So. It's in it's in Canberra, I think. And is it a nighttime game? Because it gets to like sub-arctic <clears> temperatures. Yeah. I, Night time. I, yeah, I think I think the Finns will come out and, and belt them. I think that they're going to be sobbing and those tears might get a bit frozen in Canberra. Yeah. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> really good gear. Yeah. Uh, four and a half points it is, $1.90. Gerald, bring us home with a winner. Warriors line. I've got okay. Yeah, I just, I'm, I mean, I just, they're producing some great footy. They're missing a lot of players this week. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah. Shut really? up, Oscar. Tohu, Chance. <laughs> Uh, Siren and maybe Walker. Exactly why I got to cover the line. Yeah, they're That's at right. Next man up yeah. there. Who have they got? Um, someone at home. <laughs> the Roosters. <laughs> Yeah, the it's by the Roosters. The Roosters. Yeah. It's a Sunday. It'll be afternoon to yeah, evening yeah. game yep. over there in New Zealand. The perfect time for the Wars. Mm. Perfect time yeah. for the Wars. Yeah. yeah, I oh. love them at the moment. And they've been great at the so line good. as well. I thought we thought yeah, that was going to no. be about the better the week last week, and, and it, it turned was. out that it was. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's recap it. Jared Eels to win one dollar forty two. Oscar is taking Souths to win one dollar eighty. Liam Dolphins four and a half dollar ninety. Gerald Warriors. It's a six point line. Yeah, nice. Yep. One dollar ninety. Yep, we've put that all together for a ten dollar yeah, multi. This cop that. That's yeah. good. That cop gets that. us back well and truly into the green. Yep. If, yeah. Let's say when this one gets yeah, up. Yeah, well, this one will. I think we've gone pretty conservative. I think we need to talk about us doing. I this tried more. to hey. this morning. Yeah. I sent a message in the WhatsApp. Yeah, crickets. hey, I, I replied. Absolute cricket. It was I, you replied about something else hours <laughs> later. <laughs> no, I didn't. You, you, you clearly didn't read it. So that says more about you, Mister. Oh, I fine, can't get a leg up. Fine, fine. Out on the road, out the front of the paddock. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Pants That's off. Right. Yeah, no, really easy to knife your own team in the back. I did remember that. All right, punters. Well, the Ned's NRL punting podcast multi is already built for you. Convenience, you can find it under NRL round specials at neds.com.au. Where else, Liam? Uh, in open groups, I think, is what you're teeing up for me there. I wasn't. It's on the Ned's app. Shit, eh? That time of the week, who's got a final thought for me? Nelson Asafa Solomona mm. signing four years for the Melbourne Storm. Like that. Great stuff for them and great stuff for rugby league because we were hearing a lot about chats that uh, rugby union were after him. Hands off rugby union, he's ours. Um, I'm glad that he's going to, you know, he'll finish, he'll probably finish his career. How old is he? he surely he'll finish his career there. 28. Yeah, 27 mm. or 28, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, I always yeah. look at people like who have played the game for so long. Mm. I always feel like he's older than me, mm. yeah. but he's obviously just been around for a long time now. So, yeah, look, and the way that they did it last night, obviously, after um, the Anzac Test uh, beating the Warriors, um, it's it's always a big match down there at Amy Park and um, a huge you know following of fans, both um, New Zealand and both Australian. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, they announced that in the sheds after the game, and the boys absolutely frothed on it. Yeah, he, um, he won them that game. Yesterday. He did, like, he's, and he's been outstanding for them um, when he's been on the field. And 
um, yeah, it's good to, you know, for Melbourne Storm fans, but great for rugby league as well. Do you remember a few years ago, someone tried to pick a fight with him in Bali at a postseason trip? Who <laughs> yes. would do that? Brave man. Right, imagine copping one of those fists, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like Ooh. to, actually. Yeah. Just just for Addy. <laughs> and, and, and okay, well, we can set that up. Punt no, no. For next week's <laughs> no, limit, no limit. No limit. <laughs> final thought. I'd like to get punched. George, no, George no. Rose and Nelson. No way in the world. <laughs> All right. No way, no way. What have you uh, got for us, Oscar? Uh, I'm going to give Charlie Staines a shout out. We know our wingers don't always get the most love in the great game of rugby league. It but Charlie Staines, uh, about a couple of hours or at least after the game um, on the weekend, was uh, came down with a perforated bowel. Wow. Ooh. Which he played at least the last quarter or so of the game. I read an article today, David Clemmer, talking about uh, a, re- re- a renewed respect for wingers after Charlie played has Some he, of that has game. He done that? I, I'm assuming he got crunched, but I've got no idea. What do you do to I don't even really understand what a perforated bowel is, but yeah, I'll it show sounds you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it, oh, yeah. turns out. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to Charlie. Uh, big effort player. So yeah, well done. Well, he's his bowels. He Very takes good. His, takes his namesake to a whole new level, doesn't yeah. it? Charlie Staines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Well He's well well done. Done. Outstanding. He's still listening. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got anything to top that with, Liam? Um, Bronx Rabbits this week, eh? Yeah. Do we put something yeah. on the line or a friendly wager? Sure. Ooh, I haven't, I haven't sure. thought that far ahead what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. gosh. Just okay. brainstorming Here we now. Go. Yeah. Let us know in the open groups. Let's a little touches. Yeah, what do you think should go on the yeah, line for this yeah, game yeah, on man, Friday yeah, night? Let's, well, let's throw it to the punters. Straight yeah. off the bat, if Souths win, our multi stays alive. Yep. So that'll be a big win for us given yep. we've only had one home this season. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we'll Not figure wrong. something out. Yeah, we'll yeah I'm happy to put something on the line for it. Yeah, let's do it. What are we naming the podcast? Tommy Treadmill. Treadmill. Tommy Treadmill. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yes. <laughs> oh, another banger from Liam. <laughs> or, or Charlie's perforated <laughs> bowel stains. You know what stains means? All right, punters. Thank you for listening to Tommy Treadmill. Uh, enjoy the footy this weekend. If you're having a bad, always remember to gamble responsibly. My cat's breast smells like cat's <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.